Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate two feet for wiener. So listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Alright, just like that, we're in the second hour. Nonsense! We'll get to the embedded correspondence here in a second because we have kind of caught up. So let me see what I can read through here before we take a break and get over to those segments. As I had mentioned a little bit ago, directly from Fox13Memphis.com, Jim Holt, the CEO of Memphis and May, announced his retirement on Tuesday. That's today, marking the latest in a season of change for the longtime festival after 25 years of leading the International Festival. Holt's last day at the helm will be January 31st, 2024. Under Holt's leadership, the Beale Street Music Festival and the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest garnered international attention and the Great American River Run was born. However, recently, changes have disrupted the festival's longtime presence presence on the Mississippi River. Memphis May was forced to hold the Beale Street Music Festival at Liberty Park in 2022 as Tom Lee Park was being renovated and suffered a $2.23 million loss. The music festival returned to Tom Lee Park this year, but there was a decline in ticket sales contributed to the $3.48 million loss that year. Memphis and May announced that the music festival would be put on hold for next year and that the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest would once again go to Liberty Park. In the absence of the 2024 Beale Street Music Festival, Mempho Festival announced they would host a music festival in Tom Lee Park. Mempho organizers also announced that they plan on hosting a barbecue cooking competition that Carrie and I just talked about last segment. Despite all the changes surrounding Memphis's namesake festival, Holt and Memphis in May 2024 board chairman Al Gossett, that he is confident in the festival's future in a quote, I have been contemplating retirement for a few years, but I wanted to help guide the organization through the unforeseen challenges posted by the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as our displacement and eventual return to Tom Lee Park and the riverfront. Having turned 65 this year with a clear path forward for Memphis in May, it seems like the right time to pass the baton to our next leader, longtime Memphis in May executive Mac Weaver, who is the festival's executive vice president and has served as the CFO since 1999, will assume the role of interim president the day following Holt's retirement and will lead the festival's operation in Holt's immediate absence. And that's the full news story. Clear path forward. (laughs) Right. We will call it a clear path forward if you want to call it a clear path forward. Breaking news all over for Memphis. Come on. Let's talk about Big Papa Smokers before we talk to the embedded correspondents. Listen up, gang. Our friends at BPS have something especially just for you this holiday season. Listeners of the Really Big Barbecue Show, whether you are a seasoned pitmaster or a grilling noob, Big Papa Smoker is the one-stop shop for all things barbecue from the championship rubs, mouth-watering sauces, essential accessories. They've got what you need to take your food to the next level, whether you're in the competition scene or you're just in the backyard like me. Here's the cherry on top. Big Papa Smokers (laughs) Smokers. offering the listeners of the Barbecue Central Show an exclusive deal. Use the code REMPE, R-E-M-P-E. You'll get $10 off your next $50 purchase of rubs, sauces, or essential accessories. Imagine the possibilities. Evaluate your ribs with Big Papa's Sweet Money or Sweet Money Hot, or both. Add Big Papa's Desert Gold to your chicken, or better yet, pick up Double Secret Steak and add it to your steak. Head on over to BigPapaSmokers.com right now and start shopping today and start saving today 
with your very special and highly coveted secret code REMPE, R-E-M-P-E. That's M's and Michael, P is in Peter, E. You can claim your $10 off your next order of $50 or more. That means every 50 bucks you spend, you get $10 off. I'm no mathematician, but at some point, it's like getting something for free. Also, don't forget to check out Big Papa's full line of recipes at cookingwithbigpapa.com. And of course, follow them on the socials. Yes, sir. We're back with the Medi Correspondence. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes, a host of accessories. If you're a beginner or a professional, doesn't matter. Definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Makes a great holiday gift, believe it or not. The fourth Tuesday of the month brings a visit from who? The all of the embedded correspondents, if you can believe it. There's Doug Shiding from Texas to the right. There's John Solberg directly from Michigan to the bottom. And would you believe it or not, direct from the ICU, Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. Unbelievable. This guy's a maniac. And we're happy to have him aboard here this evening. Uh, Rusty, I mean, do we want to, I don't want to speak out of school here, so I'm not going to spill the cream, but do you want to give anybody an update on what's been happening? Because there's been some meanderings on social media. I've actually gotten some direct messages from a number of fans who are fans of both of our shows asking what's going on with Rusty, and I'm not here to spill the beans. So is there anything that you would like to say to your fans that are fans of this show as well? Uh, I just went because I had excruciating stomach pain, and turns out I had acute pancreatitis. And uh, I came out with type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure, so we're in good shape. It was pretty brutal, man. It was it was pretty insane. So I was in the ICU for Four days, three days, wow. three and a half days. When did you go in? Um, Saturday, Friday. So you got to enjoy Saturday. the Thanksgiving holiday, maybe loaded too much, yeah. and that might have sparked everything, right? Definitely didn't help. And I just got out <laughs> about three, four hours ago. So What are you doing here, yeah. Rusty? Holy Come on! Man. Jeez, I, I mean, good. I this, Rusty is a gamer. I mean, if this is not what qualifies you for guest Hall of Fame status... This is it. I mean, you got to come out yeah. of the goddamn ICU and come on the show within hours of being released. Otherwise, how can anybody else get into the guest hall of fame going forward? I mean, you've broke the mold. I set the standard. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. It sucks to be in the hospital, but it's a it's a it's a it's a price to pay if you want to be on the guest hall of fame. It's all right. You got basic cable <laughs> and retail. It is a price to pay, no doubt about it. All right, so we are. Ready to go here this evening. Very happy to see Rusty and that he's doing much better than he was as we were texting back and forth over the last couple of days and learning about your situation. So glad you're here. If for any reason during our time tonight, Rusty, you need to beg off, just uh, pop off. No questions asked. Don't even worry about it. we got plenty to carry on through the remainder of the show here this evening. So uh, before we get started, we do have a YouTube poll question of the week, so we'll start there. We're asking everybody this. For personal phone calls only... Do you leave voicemails? Yes or no, Doug? Because I because I can't say hate, I abhor voicemail. Hell no. Rusty, yes or no? Yeah, I leave voicemails for sure. Call me back. That's why I called you. Call Mr. Me positive. Back. I want to talk to you. John, voicemails? Yes. Yes. All right. So 59% is starting to grow in the other direction now, but 59% of folks are saying they still leave voicemails during their personal phone calls. 41% of us, me and Doug, are saying that we do not. I just send a text if you don't pick it up because that's doubly annoying. And we have a slew of 100% surety questions that we're getting to this evening. We're going to start with Rusty. Why not? 
latest and greatest guest Hall of Famer. 100% yes or 100% no, Rusty. You believe that the American Royal Open final results are accurate. I believe that they are, yes. Mr. 100%. Positivity. No, no, didn't lose that in the hospital. Uh, John, yes or no? Coin toss, I'm going no. I don't know. I don't believe it. John, uh, I don't want to make you insane. Can you dial back the heat just a little bit on the mic? Don't worry. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, Doug, 100- I know. Uh, 100% yes or 100% no, you believe the American Royal Open final results are accurate? No, I do not believe they are 100% accurate. Right? I don't either. It's 50-50. Me and Doug agree. The top row agrees with each other, and the bottom rows agrees with each other. I'm not looking to throw unnecessary flame anywhere. I'm just, with everything that happened, I, I just feel in my heart, which I think is wrong, because that's like people that don't believe in science or, you know, think Jesus is real. Uh, that that I, I'm just making things up. I just don't feel like that, but that's all right. Uh, we go to the next question. Doug, 100% yes or 100% no. If you were a barbecue competitor in KCBS, you now question the scoring at any event regardless of size. Absolutely, yes. John, yes or no? Yes. You have no choice but to question it. Dear. Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no. If Well, not if. You are a barbecue competitor in KCBS. You will now question the scoring at any event regardless of size. Um. Yeah, you kind of always have to. It's human. You know, there are humans. So. <laughs> oh, dear. I feel peer pressure like nobody's business. I'm going no. I think, I mean, if I'm, I'm going to, if I'm going to compete in KCBS, I'm going to hope that it's right, I guess. Uh, otherwise, I just wouldn't do it. If I'm going to question it, I wouldn't do it. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hope that it's right. Um, so 75% of us agree and I'm an idiot. Next question. John, 100% yes or 100% no, regardless of the sanctioning body, you believe scoring issues are rampant in this part of the industry, yes or no? No, I do not believe that. Rusty, rampant scoring issues, yes or no? Not rampant, no. Doug, rampant. Rampant. All I'm gonna still say yes. Yes. In an ironic twist of fate, I'm going yes to. <laughs> Top row agrees. Bottom row agrees. <laughs> why? Why do you think that, Doug? Um, it's it's human error in all sports. There, there's human errors. Yeah. I keep score in texas with ibca and lsbs every contest because i would say one out of four times they screw it up and and someone in the top 10 they've got they've got the order wrong mm. john is it rampant for you just because it's human error or human beings i had a excuse because it's human being because i mean <laughs> Major League Baseball, football, there's, they're all humans. They seem to keep score pretty good. Um, I just think the systems are mm. probably over-complex and flawed. Rusty, what's your rampant reasoning? Um, Or not? I don't I don't think it's rampant. I, it's because, I mean, I've cooked a lot of contest steak and barbecue, and I've been involved in one pretty deep bad one. It was caught, thank God. Um, it was It was an interesting story. It was kind of bad. And it was a bigger contest. And the other one, the same thing happened too. There's only been two in the many I've cooked at. So it does happen. Mm. I do worry about it. And there's people that worry about it more. And there's usually people who lose and they can't stand the fact that they just suck. So they got to blame <laughs> the judges. But it happens. It's not rampant. And you worry about it because it's human error. I think in the next six months, 
we should revisit this question because maybe I will answer it differently than you guys will. If these are the only two, I mean, I mostly follow KCBS. Doug will keep me apprised of what's happening in Texas. And I've never heard of real big scoring issues in SEA, but I could be head in the sand on that one or just dumb. But if it doesn't happen again, then I can easily chalk this up to anomalous acts as the KCBS is saying that they are now. If they continue to start to roll out over the next six months, then I might we might have to revisit this. Hopefully I can remember and we can ask this again uh, as we lead into the summer, but we move on. Rusty, back to you. 100% yes or 100% no. The new Memphis barbecue competition and associated music festival that's taking place in Tom Lee Park has been in the works for a while and was ready to take over for Memphis in May all along. Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm, I've, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to say yes on that one, I think. I feel, like, I feel like that's a conspiracy theory I can get into. <laughs> Doug, do you think this has been in the works for a while? I'm agreeing with my tramp stamp brother. Conspiracy theory, yes. John, 100% yes or 100% no. This new Memphis barbecue competition and music festival that's taking place in Tom Lee Park has been in the works for a while and was ready to take over for Memphis in May all along. 100%. Hands down. Uh -oh. Lead pipe lock. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Wow. All right. Uh, so dive in on that a little bit more. Why? Why do we break out the lead pipe lock? Because then we know it's for real. You do not create a festival like, oh, hey, you know, Memphis Bay is going away. Let's just get some dudes together and pull this out of our ass. It's too big. There's too much has to happen. Too much logistics. You know, people in the back rooms talking about it. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to basically overthrow this failing memphis ma you, you can't pull something off this big that fast right it, they're turning this over in a year do you not buy in or subscribe to the fact that the folks that are putting this on have extensive experience putting on things like mempho fest i've never heard of that but mempho fest or other fairly large festivals so they have let's call it a breadth of experience behind them and feel they can pull this off well, they can pull it off, but this they didn't just run into fill a vacuum, right? This had to start. I mean, if you want to even go back and go bigger conspiracy theory, yes. like the whole like, hey, the three million dollars led, you know, damage to Tom Lee Park, that's all just an, another domino that had to fall. All this stuff was set up. It was going down. And we don't know. It's all about Christmas baskets. Memfo, who the heck are they in their pockets? Right? None of this happens without grease in the wheels. That's just the way the world works. So mm -hmm. this all started three four years ago started slowly building this to make it all look like a happy accident like a bob ross painting but yeah it is <laughs> it's it's it is real rusty do you have any further mind dives into this conspiracy i mean i agree it, it's kind of weird that it just popped up and it, it, who knows it might be a small little thing and then we're all looking at it going well yeah i can see how that just took a year but it's just a little strange that you even announce something like that. What kind of energy do you need? I mean, you already have something that's so big, makes money, and does all these things for people. Why do you even need this? That's really where I kind of go, that's interesting. Doug? Yeah, I think they were set up for failure this year because uh, I was actually there. I agree with Carrie. I didn't see a ton of damage, but again, I didn't see the move out. Um, there was some mud, but there's always rain and mud at at memphis in may mm -hmm. and i think that uh, uh they let the the workers just kind of go wild i mean i was there when they were delivering a huge box for move out and i told them to put it over on the concrete where did they put it on the grass hmm. i'm looking at it the way i told carrie there's talk about a new event coming in that's going to feel and look a lot like memphis in may going to bring back this music festival but how do we get these people out of here we're going to stick them with this bill that's going to clear them out they're going to go talk about oh woe is us we got to leave because it's going to break us they're probably already broke but we're going to break it's going to break us and now we got to find somewhere else 
and quickly, I mean, quickly, a year didn't go by where nothing has been in Tom Lee Park. Like, months went by where you didn't hear somebody backfilling, and then all of a sudden, it's announced. Uh, something, I, just our four speculatory thoughts here, by the way. We're not speaking for anybody else. But I'm thinking that that is just 100% way too convenient. And this is a way to, to make sure they get out. Sticking with a bill that ensures they are unmotivated to want to go back to the river because you might have something better in hand. And as I had mentioned, Cara Coletta already making social media posts about how great it is to have an event come into Tom Lee Park and to take up residence for these number of days. I think the park now is not going to be utilized only 35 days out of the year or something like that um, now that this festival has went into the before vacant Tom Lee Park. So very odd, um, to say the least. What I wanted to ask Carrie, we're going off the tracks here, was wh why not have this first-year event not directly compete with Memphis in May? Have it the week before, have it the week after. You could you know, keep people in town if you had them one week after the next. Whatever, I don't know what people's lives are like. But don't have it compete and allow the teams to experience both because right now it's set up where the staunch Memphis and May teams are now having to figure out, well, am I going to look like a shit if I leave Memphis and May and go to this new one? Or am I going to try the new one out and forego Memphis and May? Why not put them in a, in a literal contest? Which one did you like better? And next year, that's the one you're going to do and do it out that way. John, is that too pie in the sky? Yeah, it's like, hello. <laughs> it's not a, like a competition. It's a, it, it, oh, it's pure competition one to yeah. the other. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to open my store till next week. I'm going to let the, the guy over there uh, do to get a week up on me. No, this is a killer be killed for them. They want it all. Come to ours. Come back. To everybody's, oh, it's Tom Lee Park. Well, here's your chance, bitches. Come on back to Tom Lee Park. They don't care what the name of the contest is. Mm. Who's, who's even going to be the sanctioning body of the new I don't even know. Forgive me. Is it M M is it I Memphis? Don't know. Nobody Who's knows. Who's doing it? So there Nobody you go. It's like no, this isn't fair. This is business. They they're gonna do whatever they gotta do to win. Hmm. Do you think there'll be a lot of teams, John, that don't go to Memphis in May and go to this new one or not? Oh yeah, absolutely. Big name absolutely. teams. Absolutely there will be. There'll be a yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. Name right. It's Tom Lee. Guess who the biggest name team is gonna be at this new event right now? Oh, oh. Oh, Heath Riles. <laughs> wow. That's, and I'm right on the edge of Killer Hogs, but I'm not going there. Rusty, who's the biggest team that's going to jump ship that we don't know about? Oh, God. I would say Blues Hog would be a safe Ooh, bet. Damn it, Rusty. Took my son of a bitch. Doug, who's the biggest team that's going to jump ship? I have another one, by the way. Malcolm Reed. Wow. Our buddy. I'm going huge. Starts with an M. Ends with an E. And, and Myron Mixon. <laughs> yes. He he strikes me as that kind of guy. I mean, he's won Memphis and May a lot, but he strikes me as that potential kind of guy. So we'll see what happens. All right, we got to get back on track for crying out loud. We're only halfway through the 100% assurity question. Where did I leave off? Is it Doug's turn? Believe so. All right, Doug. 100% yes or 100% no. You believe that Memphis and May is in real financial trouble and will be gone after the 2024 event. My answer is no. No. <clears throat> Rusty, yes or no to Memphis and May being gone after next year. I agree with Doug. No, I don't believe so. John? This is kind of tough because it's like the tree. The tree's dead, but it takes it a while to fall down. <laughs> so so I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like, yeah, it's it's gone. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out. Yep, it's over. Well, this is the first time the left side of the squares are in agreement. So I believe that this is the Hail Mary Swan song of 
Memphis and May, they've done a lot of money losing over the last three. I can't imagine that 2024 is even going to be a break even. It's probably going to be another loser. I don't know where they're generating any revenue from outside of this event itself and its vacuum. Uh, And I know they have some real estate holdings or whatever, but I mean, this has been many, many years of millions of dollars of loss that I don't know how you can possibly sustain that. Doug, you have a follow up there? Yeah, I went actually when Carrie was talking because I remember I looked at their tax returns because they're public. Yes. Um, because being a nonprofit. Right. In 2021, guess how much money the Memphis and May made in, in that organization? $3.75 million. You're exactly right. Wow. And they had $5.4 million in assets. So I'm thinking. They probably could, you know, suffer through a million dollar loss. All right. Well, Doug, tax man on the spot, as always. So, all right, uh, everybody hang out here just for a second. We'll do a quick piece of biz. Come back and finish these surety questions. Oh, where am I at on those? Yeah. Right. It's Franklin Barbecue Pit Time. You know you want an offset pit. You know you want a Franklin because you love Aaron Franklin. You love the fact that maybe you've waited in line for his barbecue at Franklin Barbecue and it exceeded your expectation even after waiting. What could be better than any of that? How about this? Discount on the cooker. That's right. You heard me. Franklin Barbecue Pits currently on promotion now through the end of the year. That's less than a month. And quite frankly, you may never see a promotion on a Franklin barbecue pit ever again. You can save $400 right now if you head on over to the website franklinbbqpit.com or maybe you're lucky enough to live by a certified Franklin pit barbecue dealer. You can go into the dealer, see the list price and say, I know from the Barbecue Central Show, these are on promotion. Give me my $400 off and they'll be happy to do it. Very thick, very heavy. Anything that sees heat will be able to withstand it for years and years to come. In fact, they say 100 years or more if cared for properly, and there's very little maintenance that needs to be done. It's got no boater, electronics, any gizmos like that. But it does have its own patina, does have its own numbered badge. You can see the welds, the craftsmanship. Deeply thought out, refined versions of the old propane style cooker pits that Franklin has built for his namesake restaurant. Check them out. Again, on sale right now through the rest of the year. 400 bucks off. FranklinBBQPit.com. You can buy one there and have it shipped to your driveway directly. Or you can go to the certified dealer and buy one there and get the same 400 bucks off. It's great. You're saving money either way. If you go to the dealer, tell them the show sent you. They love that. All right, we're back with more Embedded Correspondence. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Welcome back. Quick check of the YouTube poll question of the week. 57% of you, even on personal phone calls, are leaving voicemail. 43% of you are not doing that. And we welcome back Rusty, Ja, and Doug, the embedded correspondents, as we race through the balance of the 100% assurity questions here, guys. Uh, John, let's go to you. 100% yes or 100% no. You are going to buy Travis Kelsey's barbecue entrees and eat them. Yes or no? 100% yes. I'm checking the daily to see when they become available. Are they here. not at the Walmart there? They're not here yet. <laughs> like, I, I'm searching like within a 90-mile radius of Walmart. Wow, you're them. willing to travel. Uh, Rusty, Travis Kelsey, barbecue kitchen entrees at Walmart. Down for trying, yes or no? 110,000% yes. Yes, it's a lot. Doug, yes or no? 
I might even go for the McRib before these entrees. No! Mm, well, 75% of us are backing our pal Travis Kelsey. And not just because, for me, he's from Cleveland Heights, born and bred. Because anything that Smithies. has barbecue on it, I will go ahead and try it, just like I tried whatever those horrible steak tips were from whoever the hell that was at Beyond or Impossible, whatever. They were just god-awful. But nevertheless... We're back to Rusty. Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no. The I'm giving up the smoke campaign that Solo Stove just ran with Snoop D-O-double-G wins the 2023 Live Fire Ad Campaign Contest of the Year. Yes or no? 100% no. Stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. Mr. Negativity has entered the building. John, yes or no? Best ad campaign of the year. 100% 100% yes in all industries across the board. Across the board. Wow. All right. Uh, divergent from Rusty. We go to the man of common sense, Douglas. Yes or no? The I'm giving up the smoke campaign that Solo Stove just ran with Snoop Dogg wins the 2023 Live Fire ad campaign contest. I'm agreeing with Brother John. Absolutely yes. All right. 75 percent of us also agree on this i do believe although i wasn't a fan of it i do believe it generated enough buzz across industry as john said to win as the years close i mean an an exceptional effort as it's at the end of the year as well so there were plenty of other opportunities for other companies to come up and you know really run away with it early but snoop d-o-double-g has Decided to capture everybody's imagination once again with I'm giving up this. Let me tell you how effective it was. My sister was over a week ago. Haven't seen her in 17 years or whatever it is, maybe two. And I said, I have no idea how we got on weed. Maybe it was because recently Ohio legalized recreational pot use. And that went into me saying, hey, by the way, did you know that Snoop Dogg gave up weed smoking? And she said, what? And she whipped out her phone, immediately Googled Snoop Dogg giving up weed. Here's the picture. I want you to respect my wishes. I'm giving up the smoke. Totally 100% bought in. And then two days later, I'm sending her a text message going, hey, guess what? We were all duped. (laughs) Joke's on us, pal. Yeah. So that's how effective it was. That's just my in a vacuum uh, example. So uh, I agree. Certainly the one of the year. Next question. Doug, 100% yes or 100% no. 2024 will be the year of full-size electric grills. I'm tired of saying yes to this question. It's no this year. Oh, no. okay. All right. All right. We're going a year in advance. John, yes or no to electric grills being the thing next year. I'm going to just roll with Doug on this one again to change up from before. No, it's not going to be. I'm with you, Doug. Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no. 2024 will be the year of full-size electric grills. They're already dead, man. So no. That's it. Uh, well, look, I think we have unanimous, and I don't even know how it could already be dead if it was never even living. I think electric grills are definitely not. Gonna, now, watch this thing take off like a motherfucker next year, and we're going to have to eat our shorts by February. But nevertheless, we'll, we've, we're discretion the better part of valor here, gents, and I think we can all agree on that. Last one. 100% yes or 100% no. John, you believe... We put the right people in the Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame this year. 100%. Hands down. Lead pipe. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Rusty, yes or no? Excluding yourself, of course. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm biased, but I agree. Doug, yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Everybody that was brought up in names was justified to go in. Does my heart break that some folks weren't voted in, like Fred Bernardo, or even a new guy like a Wes Wright, or a Chris Wrong? Yes. Does that mean that whoever we voted in doesn't deserve it? No. Everybody's a win. I agree. Great news. We have a little bit of extra time. We already dug a little bit into the 
solo stove campaign, but let's not worry about that. I want to ask you guys this. Why do you guys have marketing backgrounds? You're smart, savvy, all this stuff. Allegedly slash reportedly, there's going to be a new grill hitting the market in 2024 that will have a feature that does not currently exist in the market. A true thermostatic control. I'm not talking about one that you plug in, like the Charbroil Cruise or any of the other things that require electricity to operate, but a true thermostat, if you know what I mean, like your oven has. Uh, the question is this, sorry. How does a major club store retailer, because this is where it's going to go into, it's not going to be in you know the lows or whatever, but how does a major club store retailer generate buzz or attention on their new line of grills that will be coming out in 2024 since it's a captured market? In other words, not everyone has access to the product because of club exclusivity. So if you're looking at it, Doug, how would you go about generating buzz for something that has a feature that no other grill will have once it's released? Well, I, I think if you're talking about the uh, the store, they're going to look at it from a standpoint of trying to get more members mm. and and advertise that they've got this exclusive nature and this exclusive grill and get more uh, members for their. But uh, you know, doesn't Meathead and everyone know that ovens <laughs> vary in, in temperature forty degrees from a sinusoidal uh, type up and down? So I'm not sure it's going to be as accurate if it's just like an oven. John, do you have any thoughts on how they could build hype for something that would be exclusive to them? Maybe doubly exclusive? They don't have to. They're a big box club. That's not what they do. That's not how they operate. When's the last time mm. you saw a Costco ad on TV advertising anything? They don't. They don't need to. They own the world. They have their own brand, Kirtland brand over here. And, all, and I'm not a member of any of these clubs because there's none in my area, but they don't need to. They have their membership. Here it is. We got it. It's on sale. Buy it. That, that's There is no marketing necessary, in my opinion. Wouldn't it help them to do a little bit saying, hey, we have something that no other grill has? Oh, by the way, you can get it here. Or should the manufacturer of said, because obviously Sam's Club probably isn't manufacturing this. They've contracted out somewhere. But should the manufacturer take an interest in seeing the success of that grill? And, and how would that look from a conversation standpoint? Well, isn't the success in itself the number of units they're going to put in the market nationwide? I mean, it's like, like, again, I'll go back to what marketing does big box clubs do currently? And the answer is none hmm. other than right in the store. So what you're saying is, is and for, for us to think this grill is that special, that it needs to be advertised, <laughs> believe me, if Costco needed to or Sam's Club needed to, they would. And and I will put money that you're not going to see it and them do anything to get this out there to the world. Rusty, do you agree with the brain trust here right now that there's no need to promote or is this something that they should actively sell? And maybe promote. They don't need to. Maybe promote is a little too broad scope as far as television or, but even amongst the the members, should they say something about it in store or feature it somewhere, or like have it cook, have them cook hot dogs, but also have a showcase piece. They should show Taylor Swift cooking Travis Kelsey's food on the grill. There you go. Right. Or right. if you work in an office building and your friend Bob just cooked a brisket, there's a 25-year-old guy on YouTube telling you what temperature to cook that brisket to. Well, do we have the thing for you? Mm. Does everyone tell you what to do and you just listen? I, it's going to be – I hate that. I, it's so annoying. John, promoting in-store, same. doesn't matter. Just They just have a grill. So Let, 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 me, uh, let me back out just for a second. If you're not going to promote it anyway – then, like, why have it? Well, wait, what oh, else? And I'm, what else do they promote? Do I'm not a member of a club. Do y'all get an email say, "Hey, this TV's on sale" or "This bottle of vodka's on sale"? Yes. Do you get those communications? 
So there you go. That's all they're going to have to do. Y'all are members. You're going to go there and buy it. You're probably going to have to buy 12 of them because you're not going to be able to buy one at a time because it's a box store. <laughs> so, right, so, <laughs> you're going to have to get them by the pallet. Mm. It's like, I, what do they advertise to you now as you're in the store? It's just a big sign, right? Like, hey, these are on sale or you just walk around or I, I'm not, I guess I'm not familiar with the experience. I don't know. Like I go in, there's stuff I know I can get, but I feel like if uh, I'm a member at, at BJ's, for instance, because it's just close. Sam's and Costco isn't as close, so I just don't member there, but I would, I guess, if it was close. So I go in, I know what I want to get. I want to get the industrial size Mr. Clean erasers because they're the best thing ever. I want to get 50,000 yards of heavy-duty aluminum foil so I never run out of it. And then I'll get my barbecue meats there. But if there was some type of a promotion that said, oh, by the way, we feel like this gas grill is best in class amongst any other brand. And oh, by the way, we have it here specifically. It would get my attention because otherwise I don't ever think about any live fire cooking appliance in a big box store setting. I never think about it. So if I'm not thinking about it and I'm somebody that likes this industry, then the everyday ham and egger isn't even thinking about it at all, ever. So if it was brought to my attention that they feel good about something, it would generate a little bit more urgency for me, but maybe that's just me. They'll, they'll walk in and they'll get what they, they're there. You know, it's like Traeger is at Costco's and that's what everyone buys here. Yep. If GMG was at Costco, people would buy it. Mm. If they look at it and say, that's super easy and my temperature is already taken care of for me. I like to grill. I love barbecue. This is fantastic for me. I don't, I don't think people really think too much into it. Mm. And for people like us, we don't go to big box stores, stores to buy our stuff because the things we want generally aren't there. Mm. These people right. do because they don't know what they're really looking for. They just know that they want to cook pork butt for the sport for the sports game, you know, and that's all they care about. And if they can get something cool, temperature, they just they don't have to worry about, set it and forget it, smokes their meat that they can get at Costco. That's all that matters. It's simply all that is going to need to exist. Or right, I'm going to put a bow on this unless somebody else has got parting thought on that. Now, let's do this question before we leave tonight. You can take one barbecue class from anybody dead or alive. Who is it and what meat or meat do you want the class to be on? Rusty? A dead or alive. Oh, what is his name? I have a book of his. Um, he's an old Texan guy. Uh, he wrote a book called I'm Glad I Ate Because Now I'm Not Hungry. <laughs> Doug, you're from Texas. Don't you guys are supposed to know everything like that? I'm I'm glad I ate. I, I will ask Mr. Google or yeah. the Google. All right. Well, John is the one that mentioned this question. John, who would you take a class from, dead or alive, and what meats or meat? This is a really, this is, I, nar I had narrowed it down to one because it was oh. my question. But yeah. it absolutely, I got it down to one-on-one -on -one by himself, chicken and Bob Trudnack. Competition chicken, Bob Trudnack, 100%. <laughs> What that dude did a 180? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. That it's dude pulled a 180 with legs. Okay. Who else has ever pulled a 180 wow, with legs? Do we, we know? I, I'm How telling you, if you would have offered me $500,000 to guess and get 50 guesses, I never would have guessed Bob Trudnack would be your class. What's guy. wrong with like that's wow. a great the dude 180 with legs in his life? Yes, he did. I'm telling you, it's like wow. it's like I'm like, every day, I'm like, if I read Bob Drug, I'm going to get a class with Bob. I'm going to get some. I'm sorry. I got my dreams. Don't crush them. <laughs> Doug, dead or alive cooking class. Who are you taking and what meat? I am going to go to the guy that won't teach classes and can beat anybody with ketchup and mustard and tenderness and figure out what the hell he's doing to beat us all with with just the same recipe using the same ingredients and really for the most part from my understand all three meats i know who that is the goat darren, darren worth the darren worth as soon as you said tenderness and uh, ketchup and mustard i knew who you're talking about and, and ketchup and mustard exactly rusty did you figure out who's eating and we're happy <laughs> it's called i'm glad i ate when i did because i'm not hungry now by yes. sam higgins and there's a book i read when i was a kid 
as a chili and a squash casserole on there, that's what I would learn how to cook. Just like things that stick out to me. It's just an old book I read a long time ago. I still have it. It's actually very, uh, it's very collectible, hmm. but, uh, that's how I would do it. Okay. For me, I'm going way back. I'm going all porks. Cause I assume he's an expert in all porks and it's a coincidence that a big topic on the show tonight has been Memphis to May. I'm going John Willingham. Because maybe I can have a class with him and remember it because maybe you guys don't recall this. <laughs> Evidently, in the past, I had a personal phone call with John Willingham for 20 minutes and I don't remember a second of it. <laughs> and he didn't want to talk about anything except podcasting and what I was doing. I'm trying to talk to him about stuff. And meanwhile, I don't even know anything about this. John's telling me. I get a message from John. He's like, dude, I'm just listening to some stuff. Tell me all about the conversation you had with John Willingham on the phone. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't remember that. What? And he's like, yeah, you said it on this date. You even talked about it on the show. And I don't have that from memory at all. I, I just don't remember it at all. So if I could go back and take a class with John and remember that, then that would be great for me. By the way, uh, world-class uh, pork cook back in the day. So And legends in barbecue. Before we jump, we have promotion tonight. Rusty, fresh out of the hospital. What are we promoting besides loving our nurses and healthcare providers? <laughs> Just love your nurses and healthcare providers and yeah. take care of your damn self, people. <laughs> All right. Uh, Doug, what, what are you promoting? promoting comes out. Uh, I'm glad that you're back, Rusty. I can't even believe it. You're a beast. Oh, so a wow. uh, couple of issues, uh, episodes of baseball and barbecue coming up of course co-hosting and then and much to uh greg chagrin i'm going to uh, traeger for their holiday party new building and uh cooking for jeremy andrews's um holiday party uh, why? two days later. why is that to my chagrin <laughs> because about? of your love for for traeger so i love that you i love that you consult with them and contract with them and i love their cooker whether i agree with their steering of the ship is irrelevant i'm uh i think i get an unfair rap for hating trade and I'll i be don't cooking, i mean I'll give be me a break for jeremy's party i'll be give, cooking for jeremy's party give john or i'm sorry give jeremy my best please please give him my best john what are we promoting before we leave I'm promoting Rusty's return and yes. congratulations on his new audio rig, which sounds amazing the sm7b and the psa boom I, that's you've got a great sound Welcome back. I'm glad you're good. All right. Uh, this is the Embedded Correspondence. Right to the right of me is the longest-running Embedded Correspondent from Texas, Doug Scheiding of Rogue Cookers. Below me, the second-longest-running from Michigan, John Solberg, and executive producer of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. And right there at the bottom right, Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah and the owner of Salt City Barbecue and Associated Food Trailer and other businesses. Guys, always appreciate the time, and we will see you as we close out December. If you can believe, holy macaroni, that was a lot of a surety question. As we build into that segment, I'm always worried that we're not going to have enough. And then all of a sudden, they just start to bubble up. A, a, a rousing rendition of a surety question. Before we go... What are you looking for for a holiday gift? If your live fire lover is also a brother of the leaf, might I suggest cigars from JRE Tobacco, especially the Aladino line. Now, I'm a full-blown lover of the Corojo Reserva line in all Vitola sizes, yes. But they make others as well. As we know, this month they sent me a box of the Aladino Corojo Classic. Great medium body smoke, medium flavor. So if you're middle of the road kind of guy, it's not overpowering. It's not wrecking your palate. Especially if you smoke it right. The Classic might be one you want to pick up. Doesn't break the bank either. A lot of Atola selections. The new Sumatra, which is limited edition, also available for sales. Yes. But hurry up on that. I'm trying blends that are Honduran Puros, made with all Honduran tobacco. 
But these blends are made with Corojo and Habano tobacco. Bottom line, love the Reserva, as I'd mentioned, but trying different blends from the Aroa family demonstrates their expertise in mastering hard-to-grow tobacco varieties and blending them into a smoking experience that even I can appreciate. Second to none, always enjoyable. If you want a pair of classics, I still have a few. Shoot me an email, and I will send them off to you directly. You can smoke them and let me know what you think. Otherwise, if you're already a fan, jretobacco.com to find the retailer nearest you and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Thank you to the Embedded Correspondents for joining me in the last two segments. As I had mentioned, a great rendition of 100% Assurity Questions. A lot of back and forth there, which I appreciate. A lot of contradiction on my part and hypocrisy, which I love to live in. I live in the city of hypocrisy, in the state of contradiction. Guy the Cooking Sam weighing in on a class that he would like to take from somebody dead or alive. Mike Mills on ribs, the legend. In fact, that was his nickname, the legend. Yes, indeed. So good one there. Let's take a quick look at the YouTube poll question of the week as we get ready to close out of the show here this evening. And it got a lot closer as we close it out here. 45% of you are saying, no, you do not leave voicemails. 55% of you are saying you do leave voicemails. We tighten back up as the 120 minutes elapsed. Remember, we started out 80-20 and 80 were yes. Back in the first hour, we are thanking Ted Conrad from Fireboard, talking about the new Fireboard Beacon and the Fireboard 2. Great deals going on all the way through the holidays, even through the first of the year. So if you are looking for a gift for your live fire lover, I recommend the Barbecue Beacon, especially if you have temperature and humidity concerns. That's something that's going to be able to resolve those for you. We'll also pair up with your Fireboard. You can also sync it to your Fireboard Spark if you have it. Wonderful. After Ted, we had Carrie Bringle from Peg Lake Porker. He's part of the new founding fathers of that new Memphis barbecue competition and music festival. No name for that yet. Be on the lookout. He's going to send me that link so you can sign up for more information if you're interested. Second hour embedded correspondence. Doug Scheiding from Texas, John Solberg from Michigan, and fresh out of the hospital, which was great to see. And can't believe he made it. Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. Big show planned for you next week. Of course, we're into December, if you can believe it or not. Sam, the cooking guy's in. I believe we have a origin story with Tim Shear. We have a Malcolm Reed sighting in the first hour. It's going to be great. So, how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Hi, this is Jeff Stone of Grandpa's Pride Barbecue from the Panhandle of Florida. And you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show.